This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German. Our podcast come out. We are timeless and the internet is internal. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we really finish each other's sandwiches. sandwiches. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um well, uh we're we're we just watched the Sultan Sea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you haven't if you're like, what's that? You're in our club. Yeah. What? Never heard of it before. Yeah. What is that? It is available on Crave mm-hmm. right now. For it, free. For free. Well, for well. if you have a subscription to Crave. Yes. Um, Here's yeah. our password. <laughs> it's uh, Greg Wen Wilson. <laughs> Redacted. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Um, all right. So, the Sultan Sea. It, it, so... We watched the tra- uh, How to describe this movie? We watched the trailer. Yes, it's very arty. Mm-hmm. Um, it begins with the the trumpet sound that that led us into this episode. And the trailer has Val Kilmer playing the trumpet. Yep, in front of a burning building. Yeah, which is also how the movie opens. Mm-hmm. The first shot of the movie is Val Kilmer surrounded by money and fire playing the trumpet. <laughs> and then he's talking about uh, his two personas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. Yep. Smash cut to <laughs> three weeks earlier um, or however long. Um, and he is at like a, a meth party. Mm-hmm. A very early 2000s meth party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess let's just do, dive into like a plot synopsis of this. Sounds good. Uh, um, the movie came out in 2002. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, snuck right in there. Yeah. It just like slipped in a little. Yeah. Like a trumpet or a fart trumpet, a butt Aww. trumpet. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so uh, Val Kilmer loves meth, um, mm-hmm. and he is a, uh informant. Mm-hmm. For a couple of cops. For a couple of cops. He's getting um, some some dudes getting put in jail. Mm-hmm. And uh, in return, they said they're reducing his sentence for yes. his felony into yes. a misdemeanor. Indeed. Yes. Um, yeah, so, like, he's... Uh, so it's oh god! I feel like we have to go almost scene by scene. So I think we flaming do. apartment, mm-hmm. meth party. Yes, they run out of meth. Yes, and then they go to drug dealer's house. I want Bobby Ocean, not Billy Ocean. Oh yes, Billy Ocean wrote "Get Out of My Dreams" mm-hmm. and "Get Into My Car." Bobby, Bobby Ocean, Ocean is a scary drug dealer. Get out of my apartment or into my mattress. Yes. <laughs> Um, cause he's, he's this, he's just this dude. And so it's like you walk into his bedroom and he, he you just see a pair of woman, women's legs, Mm -hmm. um, sticking out from between the mattress and the box spring. Mm -hmm. So she's like underneath his mattress Mm -hmm. and he's like, she's pinned there. And he's sitting on the top of the mattress. On the top of the mattress with a with a can of like raid pointed at his arm and he's waiting for the spiders to come back. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of like breathing and screaming throughout the yeah. scene at different times. You see her kick her legs. Yeah. Um, Bobby gets really, he, Bobby's very high mm-hmm. and gets, um, 
very aggressive towards Val mm-hmm. and Jimmy. Yes, uh, his, Val and Val's his, friend Jimmy, his curly mulleted friend mm-hmm. Jimmy, um, played by Peter Skarsgård. What really? Yeah, did you? He's a Skarsgård. Yeah, oh. you didn't catch that? No. Yeah, of the, of the Skarsgård. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Is he uh, an? Is he like a Alexander Skarsgård's brother? I think so. Is he Bill's son? No. Father. No. Wait. Oh, this is a good question. <laughs> Allie, you continue the plot. I'm going to look that up. Ooh, okay. I don't know the family Bill, tree. Okay. Bill Skarsgård is it, right? Yes. Okay. And then Alexander Skarsgård is his son, right? No. no. Bill Skarsgård is the young Skarsgård. You're thinking of Stellan Skarsgård. What? Who's There's a four Skarsgårds. No. <laughs> yes. How many times can we say Skarsgård this episode? <laughs> who's, who's in True Blood? Alexander Skarsgård. Who's Bill's son? No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. Okay. Alexander. (laughs) Alexander from True Blood. True Blood. (laughs) True Bird. Alexander Skarsgård from True Bird. A rude. A rude Goldberg. A rude rude Goldberg. Goldberg. Uh, Okay, so Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood and Bill Skarsgård, who is it from it. Uh They're both sons of Stellan Skarsgård. Whoa, they're the same age? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, not exactly. No, they're not twins. But, like... (laughs) They're of the same generation? Uh, vaguely. Okay. Why uh, does Bill Skarsgård look a million? <laughs> he looks old. Okay, wait. Oh, I understand. I understand. Okay. Alexander Skarsgård is 43. And okay. Bill Skarsgård is mostly bald in things. Yes. He's, uh, he's younger than us. What? No. <laughs> he's 29. No. Yeah, he's Stop. 29. Show me his picture. There you go. What? That's his face. He. What? Yeah. That's what his face looks like. Okay, I'm definitely thinking of Stel- Stellan. Stellan Okay, were you thinking of Stellan Skarsgård? Yes. <laughs> yes, I That's was. That's fair. You know what? He looks like a Bill. Yeah, he I does. get it. I also thought that he was it. I thought that he was Pennywise. <laughs> you know what? That ma- that makes sense. Right? You know? Yeah. It, I, Bill does a fine, a, a very nice job, I guess, That's which is a weird way to put it but uh he's just a nice job um but yeah stellan makes okay so then who's stuff. jimmy skarsgård wait no you've oh peter's okay peter are th- is he also stellan's son just a sec. is I this a hemsworth so. situation is he peter. is he luke hemsworth oh i'm a dumb <laughs> peter sarsgård <laughs> I'm going to apologize to all of Sweden and all of those with Swedish heritage. I'm truly sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. A rude Goldberg, I, that was I was being a rude Goldberg. <laughs> and his name is Peter Sar- Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard. Not Skarsgaard. Okay. Oh, uh, he's attractive. Yeah, he's pretty. He's, what? Uh, oh, he's in things now. He's, mar- he's, uh, he's married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. Really? Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. a catch. Yeah, she uh he yeah, he was in Man in the Iron Mask. <gasps> he was he was like the young dude that Leonardo DiCaprio uh as bad bad Louie fucked over. Like Raul or whatever, who's like, I'm in love with the young whatever, and they're like, You're in love with the young whatever, but I'm the king and I'm in love with the same whatever. You to the front now. And then he died by canon. Yes, I remember. Spoiler that. alert for Man in the Iron Mask. I love that movie. Me too. It's been a really long time since I've seen that movie. It's phenomenal. It's great. Yes. Yeah. We'll get to it on our Jeremy Irons podcast. <laughs> Jeremy Irons man. Yes. <laughs> Uh, ooh, weird tangent. Um, so I started watching, uh, this is for the audience, not for Camille. And it's also for Camille. Everything I do is for Camille. Oh, stop. Um, you. Uh, so I started watching the new Watchmen series, uh, on HBO at yesterday. I watched, I think, four episodes in one sitting because I'm a trash person. And then, um, Camille got home, uh, right as, okay, spoilers for... HBO's Watchmen up to 
episode four or five. Um, so, uh, I got up to the point where Jeremy Irons is in a boat and has just like lobster traps full of babies and Camille came home and I was like, Camille, you have to watch this. What the fuck is happening? And so that was Camille's introduction to the new HBO series. It's true. I, uh, to paint you a picture, um, I was, I was home in the foyer in the grand boathouse foyer, oui? and I looked up at our chandelier, and I said, "Chandelier becomes thirty percent brighter." <laughs> uh, and then I took I uh, I took like my my coat off, and I was like taking my shoes off, and um, I was tired, and I was like, "Oh, I I might just go to bed." But then I heard from the living room, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What? No. What? What? Are you? Oh, no." What is happening? What is... What the fuck? Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> so I thought, well, I have to investigate what this is. Yeah. What is happening? This yeah. this is great. So you really sold me Thank on you. that. Yeah. Allie. And, you, and great. you just started watching the series now. Yeah. Is great. It because... Yeah, 100%. Great. Uh, great viral marketing, Allison. <laughs> Thank you. I just need to, like, break into people's houses, start yes. watching things, and then, like, really, like clickbait them with my <laughs> reactions yes but in real life yes lure them is what i mean yes <laughs> like like jeremy irons luring those babies into a lobster trap yes i assume uh, i don't know anyway uh anyway back to our back plot to synopsis yes. back to the salt and sea salt and sea um uh yeah so uh peter sars sars guard is pals, um, best friends, if you will, with Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. And so they get more um, crank. Yes. Uh, and then they go back and they do more drugs. And then uh, Val Kilmer goes and, like, rats out Bobby Ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets shot. Bobby Ocean. Yes. Uh, he get the, the cops come and mm-hmm. try and get him, but he gets killed. And then the cops are like, hey, the Colombians are after you? Something like that? Yeah, some kind of vague um, cartel connection, yeah. they said. Yeah, so they're like, you got to lay low. You got to get lost. Um, and so Val's like, I got to get one last big heist so I can go get lost. So mm-hmm. he organizes um, this really big score with this, like, Vietnamese Texan guy mm-hmm. uh, who has a very exciting truck. Yes. That it exists in real life. Yeah. That was someone's or they did it for the production. Yeah. It's like horses all over the side of it. Yeah. And then uh, meanwhile, this is like interspersed with flashbacks of Tom Van Allen. So, so We've been introduced to Val Kilmer as Danny Parker, mm-hmm. and then we're in between um, like bouts of drugs. He goes to he goes back to his apartment, and he has a box that has like a suit and a black and white picture of a woman, and his driver's license that says Tom Van Allen, mm-hmm. and then his trumpet. So he gets dressed in this suit, and then he says, "I'm Tom Van Allen. I'm a trumpet player," and then he plays the trumpet. More on that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he tries he tries to organize this um, score. Mm-hmm. Jimmy sets him up with this guy named Pooh Bear, who mm-hmm. did so much crank. He snorted so many. He put so many drugs in his nose. How much drugs did he put in his nose? So much that it melted off. Now he has a plastic nose. Mm-hmm. That's why they call him Pooh Bear because mm-hmm. Pooh Bear's always got his nose in the honey. honey. And drugs. And drugs. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, yeah, so they try and organize a, a drug deal with that. Mm-hmm. And then the cops find out that they're that he's trying to, the cops that he was working with before, finds out that he was trying to organize a drug deal. And then Val's like, but I needed the money. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. <laughs> And then the cops are like, you're going to roll on this guy. And then, and then what happens? Oh, and then there's a woman um, who lives across the hall from mm-hmm. Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. who um, is Canadian, 
and she is in a abusive relationship with Louise Guzman. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the movie, there's a very interesting intermission, I will say. They're at the bar. Oh, yeah. Val Kilmer's at a bar with Adam Goldberg mm-hmm. and Peter Sarsgaard and a couple other tweakers. Um, and they are planning a heist. Mm-hmm. They're planning a heist of Bob Hope's stool sample. Yes. And it's like, uh, a, it's like a parody of Ocean's Eleven. Because they're like in the bar and they're mm-hmm. planning this thing. And they're like, okay, you're going to be our tech guy. And you're going to be hiding. And so and then it like, it flashes to this guy like drooling and almost unconscious in this elevator dressed all in black because, mm-hmm. because they're all drug addicts and they're all. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it is, I think it is directly supposed to be an Ocean's Eleven parody, because they've got, like, oh, present time, main, the one character is explaining the heist, like, you'll go here, and then at 6.05pm, the guard walks by, and you go here, and it keeps cutting to, like, in in an Ocean's movie, it would cut to, like, the heist going very smoothly, and this is cutting to, like, I guess, the fake reality, or the, 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 what would actually happen. Yeah. Which doesn't, this heist doesn't happen as far as yeah. we know. Um, and it's like the guy is unconscious in the elevator because he either did too much meth or not enough meth. Yes. Probably not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they're like, and then Adam Goldberg goes to Val Kilmer and he's like, you, are you in? And then Val Kilmer's like, no thanks. And then that's the <laughs> end and nothing ever comes of it. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. And then, uh, and then we get a, we get a flashback. Mm-hmm. of uh, uh, this time of the he's playing the trumpet and we get a flashback of him on the beach of the Salton Sea yes. with um, his wife with l- wife lady in the photograph um, at this point Allie remarked is he a vampire <laughs> because it seemed <laughs> like it was 2002 in the present and then all of a sudden he was playing trumpet and it looked like it was the 1940s yeah, he had a fedora <laughs> he was wearing high cut dress pants mm-hmm. He super looked like he was um, from the 40s or from La La Land. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But, spoiler alert, he's not a vampire, which is a real shame. Mm-hmm. Or is he, though? Or is he, though? Yeah. That You know what? We'll get to theories. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, after that flashback, then is that's when he goes back to Pooh Bear? Yes. If there's that... There's the badger scene. Yeah. So Danny Trejo's in this movie yeah. for a hot second. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, oh God. He takes some money out of Val Kilmer's backpack and puts it in his back pocket. And then Pooh Bear is like, hey, Val Kilmer, get in the corner and take off your pants. And then he wheels out this cage with a badger in it and the badger is like clawing through this thing and so Pooh Bear puts Val Kilmer's dick into the one end of the cage and there's like a little gate that is meant to release the badger so Mm -hmm. he's interrogating Val Kilmer and Val Kilmer's like I don't know what you're talking about and and then Pooh Bear's like are you are you spy for the cops and then uh, he's like, "Tell me what you tell me what you know." And then Valkyrie was like, "Uh, Danny Trejo took the money and is like, you're a bad dude, and I'm gonna be the boss." And then Danny Trejo's like, "Man, this guy is crazy." Meanwhile, uh, if uh, and then and then yeah, so then Valkyrie like sneakily uh gets his way out of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Meanwhile, with there's all there's so many shots. Like cuts to the badger, yeah, and the badger's little claws just like, <laughs> like the claws are just they're shooting out. They're like, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that Kilmer dick. I just want to, I just want to scratch it off. Yeah, get at it. Yeah, and there, there's even like a little shot of like, um, he's he, when he's interrogating him, he's uh like Pooh Bear is like pushing up the gate a little bit, like oh, there's a little bit more room for the badger, oh. and there's a shot of the badger like reaching its claws under the gate, like can lift this, like let me get over there. Yeah. Ugh. It's very weird. Yep. 
Um, and then uh, Danny Trejo gets beaten up. Um, Val Kilmer duct tapes a gun to the bottom side of uh, Pooh Bear's dining room table. Mm-hmm. And then uh, cut back to and then uh, uh, oh god and then what happens and then it's the reveal and then it's the twist yes so uh, then um, he's setting up this uh, drug deal sting op with the cops mm-hmm. and then as soon as he leaves the cop car he gets into the Vietnamese Texans truck and like the reveal is that Tom Van Allen's wife was killed by uh in a in a meth lab they were lost and they went to this house for directions Mm -hmm. and then while val kilmer was like in the bathroom peeing these guys these thieves uh in ski masks came in and killed everyone um including his wife Mm -hmm. and so uh the he had been he had been solo undercover just like by himself he was Mm -hmm. he's a civilian and he's been trying to track down who killed his wife. Mm-hmm. So based on like evidence and blah, 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 he's figured out that the cops that he's been working with are, were dirty or he figured out that these two cops were dirty. So he arranged to become their informant Yeah, to like, so that he could be sure that they were um, dirty cops. Mm-hmm. And like he fully Sherlock Holmes, Holmes. Yeah. Like this all start the thread of him finding his way to this is um so his wife is killed the only evidence or clue on the on the body is a single red hair and luckily val kilmer remembers earlier when they were in the area at the gas station there was a guy with red hair who like ran his his hand through his hair and val kilmer noticed he had a big chunky um class ring from a specific college that he like he recognized the college state ring. Yes. Or uh, class ring. Yeah. Um, and so after all of this, then he went and he looked at... The yearbooks. The yearbooks. Found the one dude with red hair. And who was also, like, doing... And, and so he was also uh, majoring in criminology. Yeah. So he's like, this looks likely. Um, so he figured out that they were cops. Yeah. And then he enacted his his ruse to he co- he committed crimes to become an mm-hmm. informant on he became a ruse goldberg <laughs> <laughs> yep boy did he yes <laughs> um so then we find out that the vietnamese texan guy is actually with the fbi what, what? and then so the, they're having this big meeting um and uh the the Texan is like, uh, it's all led to this. And then they have this huge team of like FBI guys who are ready to crack down on these cops. Mm-hmm. So then, oh, and then there's the scene with, with Jimmy. Jimmy, poor Peter Sarsgaard. <laughs> we haven't seen him for a while. I assumed we would never see him again. Yeah. Uh, and then he... Oh, he pops into the room and this is just be- this is before you know the ultimate like the plan is gonna go down yeah. and he just pops into the room and he's like we're best friends hey we're best friends I can't wait to be best friends with you yeah we're gonna get so much money and we're gonna do so many drugs mm-hmm. and Valcomer's like I have to tell you something and he's like but wait look <laughs> I got this tattoo of you he got a tattoo. He got a tattoo of Val Kilmer's character's face. It's and amazing. It's, yes, and it's not even like it's not a face tattoo where like they're trying to like do all the shading and stuff. It's like a little it's like cute, cute line art. Yeah, it's really adorable. Yeah. Um. Okay. Like, do you like it? Yeah, it's so good. Oh. Um. Also, Camille. Yes. If we get two thousand dollars. On Patreon. Oh boy. I will get that tattoo. <laughs> 2000 a month? Yeah. Great. For at least one month. <laughs> if someone sends me $2,000, yeah. I will get that Val Kilmer tattoo. Real, that's pretty low, Allie. That's, you really? hear that out there? Yeah. You hear that? It's a really cute tattoo. It's a really I, ta- cute it's, tattoo. It's pretty cute. Uh, if you can't find, if you if you're not driving, mm-hmm. you should look up the Salton Sea uh, Val Kilmer tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, not the t- 
tattoos that Val Kilmer has in the movie. Yes, which are numerous. Yes. Um, but the one that Jimmy gets of Val Kilmer. Yeah. Uh, it's really cute. It's so cute. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, uh, Val Kilmer is like, Jimmy, you're my only friend. That's that's not a lie. Um, and then he's like, I just need you to do this one thing for me. And then smash cut to like uh, Val Kilmer driving his car into um, the like FBI sting operation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like he's driving through this thing. And then all of these people are like, oh, I got eyes on I got eyes on the eagle. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't even talk about the pigeons. Oh, we'll save that. Okay, okay. we'll save that. Uh, <laughs> we got eyes on him. And then uh, the Texan walks in with a, with a suitcase. And then joke's on you. It's Jimmy. Jimmy it's dressed up as Jimmy. Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Danny wanted me to give you a message that he's going to handle it himself. Mm-hmm. I wish what he'd done, instead of like Peter Sarsgaard pretending to be Val Kilmer with his body. I wish he just had the tattoo. The tattoo. Yeah, like just a cutout and the people were like, well, that's his face. There he is. Yep. We got <laughs> eyes on him. And he's like, what? Oh, what? and like they do like an eyes rubbing moment. Like, oh, you tricked us good. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. across town. Meanwhile, across town, um, the dirty cops and uh, have eyes on Val Kilmer rolling up to Pooh Bears in a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And then Val Kilmer goes in. He's got his backpack full of money. I don't know how he got all the money. No, me neither. I Maybe he's, I don't know. Nefarious means, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so then uh, a shootout happens. Uh, everyone ends up getting shot. Mm-hmm. By the gun taped under the, yes. the dining room table from earlier. Yes. Nice. Uh, they're playing. They were playing cards, but now they're not because they're dead. Um, <laughs> and then Val Kilmer gets shot a bunch too, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Uh!" And then he's like, face down on the ground. And then the Pooh Bear is like, "Oh, I got shot in the leg, and his leg caught fire too, oh, for yes, some reason. It did, like the thigh. It, it was very fire. weird. We don't know. He got shot, and then there was fire. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I have a theory about this later. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then so he drags himself out to the uh, living room and is like, "I gotta do drugs." Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And as he's like, so he fills a syringe with a bunch of Tina. Yeah. <laughs> And um, the dirty cops bust in and shoot him. And then they uh, are ready to steal all of his drugs and money. Mm -hmm. Until? Until Val Kilmer wakes up. Because because he had a bulletproof vest on, which Mm -hmm. we saw him buy earlier. That's right. Um, And then he comes in. He shoots the one mustached cop. Uh, dead, and then he shoots the red-headed guy in mm-hmm. the shoulder and then in the knee, and is like, it's me! It's Tom Van Allen! And he's like, who? And he's like, it's Mo, you killed my wife! My mm-hmm. wife is dead because of you! Mm-hmm. Um, and then red-headed guy gets uh, his has a secret knife and then stabs Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. and then takes the gun away from him. And then he's got Val Kilmer's gun on him and is like, you suck, Val Kilmer. I'm going to kill you. And then there's a, like a flashback of the kid who sold him the gun being mm-hmm. like, this is how many bullets are there. And then it's like a fun flashback to him shooting X number of times. Mm-hmm. And then is like, oh, uh, was it eight or was it nine rounds? I don't understand why it would have nine rounds because it's kind of like a revolver thing. It makes sense that it would have an even number of rounds. Hmm. Anyway, um, so then the redheaded guy tries to shoot Val Kilmer and then Val Kilmer grabs the syringe full of drugs and stabs him in the neck. Yeah. And then Camille comes in hot with the best (laughs) one-liner of all time. (laughs) What did I say again? (laughs) (laughs) You messed with the wrong guy. (laughs) I lost my mind. I lost my mind. I don't know if you know this, but Camille's so funny. I know. (laughs) And then you did ask directly after that how long I'd been sitting on it, and it had been about a minute. It had been since the needle full of meth surfaced, and I just, I I bided my time. Yeah. I bade my time. Bowded. I bowed it. You tousled your time. You tousled your time. I tousled my time with with the scars guard. Again, I'm sorry. (laughs) 
to all of Sweden and various Swedish nobility. Yes. And the Skarsgård family. And the Sarsgård family. Yes. By extension, the Gyllenhaal family. Yes. Uh, Did Grace Kelly marry the king of Sweden? She became royalty, right? Monaco. Monaco. Mm -hmm. Got it. I always get those countries mixed up. I. (laughs) Again, to the family... (laughs) Monica, what are, okay, this is a dumb question. What are um, citizens of Monaco called? Monocations? Monicas? Oh, yeah, that's better. Great. Any listeners from Monaco, please write in. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, I bet, I bet. Nobody knows totally. about your country. Let us know. Sure, I have the internet at my fingertips. I could look it up myself. But no, it's on you to yeah. come and tell me. You can write uh, us in at thecinevals at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that's not even the end of the movie. So he's gotten his revenge, mm-hmm. and then he's back in his apartment. He's dressed in his Tom Van Allen suit. He's mm-hmm. got his trumpet player. And he... Uh, is about to play. He's like, I'm Tom Van Allen. I'm a trumpet player. And then Luis Guzman's like, joke's on you, and shoots him. Bang. Right in the gut. Mm-hmm. And then... He's not wearing a bulletproof vest this time. He is not. And Luis Guzman is like, hey, you tried to set me up, my girl, at his bed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's like, I have your baby in me, giraffe. Yeah. Val Kilmer. But not. But not. Uh, Louise Guzman had her kid, mm-hmm. and uh, anyway, is someone B plot, plot, it's, it's an extra thing. It doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. so then, and then he's smoking. So then the cigarette falls and catches fire to his apartment, mm-hmm. and then we see the shot from the beginning, mm-hmm. where flames, yes, flames, trumpet. It, w- it wasn't a metaphor at all. It was literal. It was yes. the literal end of the movie. Yes. <laughs> we were seeing. Yes. But yes. then, but then, so then Val, Val Kilmer like falls over and he's like, uh, who am I? Am I Danny Parker or am I Tom Van Allen? Am I, a, am I a God or am I a man? Am I a saint or am I a sinner? You decide. And then he falls over and they're yeah. like, oh, he's dead, I guess. But then it's like a smash cut to like him being carried out of the apartment and he's like narrating he's like what the fuck is this yeah am i dead what What is is happening happening? oh oh what's going on oh i don't know malazaga um and then uh and then it's uh, a a close-up on the tattoo of val kilmer's face and jimmy has gone into his apartment and rescued val kilmer and saved his life. Oh. So then the actual ending of the movie is him carrying his trumpet to the Sultan Sea mm-hmm. and tossing it in there and being like, Danny Parker and Tom Van Allen are both dead. Who am I now? I ask myself that all the time. Credits. The end. The end. <laughs> okay, circling yeah. back to the pigeons. Yes. So, okay, so... One thing I want to say about this movie that I feel like, okay, so I feel like this, okay, so this movie has a lot of, like, well-known people in it, Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like this movie was, this movie's all over the fucking place, and I feel like everybody just got to direct their own scenes, because, like, it is wildly different all over the place, like, the scene that you mentioned with Adam Goldberg, where he's like, here's the heist, even starts with this, like, um... Like like, like, cr- like title cards. Title cards that are like Cujo's heist. That's his character's name. That's the only time other... The, a title card shows th- up. Yeah, that's the only time that ever happens in the movie. We don't see that font or anything ever. No. We never see that style again um, until, I guess, you could count like the, the counting of the shots at the end because it's like one, two, three. But that's yeah. also totally different. Yeah. That feels like that guy who played the... Like I'm the gun salesman. Like that character directed that because it's I don't know. Like it's all yeah. And like the so pacing is different with them. So I feel so. All of that being said, um, I feel like uh, okay. So all of that being said, um, and uh, t- what am I trying to say? Uh, and like Val Kilmer's parts kind of seem they seem very hard noir. Yeah. And like nothing else. Or not 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 nothing else, but not no. not goofy, wacky 
no. general like the yeah. other stuff yeah. and uh the pigeon part comes in with oh, um Pooh Bear. Vincent D'Onofrio plays Pooh Bear <laughs> in a balls to the walls performance he came to Boy, work that week howdy. and did he ever and I feel like that directly ties to like I think he was in charge here because Allie what do we how okay. would you set the scene all right so Ooh. uh Pooh Bear he has a plastic nose and he uh, is, he's like getting in touch with all of his like cronies who all have guns and they're all set up around his like mm-hmm. backyard. He lives in like the middle of the desert. Yes. Um, so his backyard is Jibungus. Mm-hmm. And to to paint a, a picture of Vincent D'Onofrio on this role, one of the trivia items of this is that he, uh, he purposefully got a bad sun, like an uneven sunburn mm-hmm. suntan leading up to this and bleached his own hair blonde Amazing. to play this. Yeah. So there were multiple things were going on already. Mm-hmm. He'd made a lot of choices before coming yeah. to work. Oh yeah. Yeah. So just, yeah. <laughs> okay. So then he's got like a walkie talkie and he's like, all right, let's go. Oh no. He, ha- he doesn't have, he has an RC controller. Oh yeah. So, uh, all of a sudden this tiny, um, RC like Jeep, rolls out and there are four pigeons duct taped inside of it. One of them has a little pink pillbox hat. (laughs) And so he's driving this little car through this like course. And then all of a sudden he's like, unleash. He's like now, now, now. And then all of these people jump out and like start shooting at um, this pigeon car. He has recreated the Kennedy assassination with pigeons. <sighs> and I also think there a couple of shots in there are also like uh, the shots from not like bang bang shots, but like the camera shots mm-hmm. are like from JFK, like the Oliver Stone movie. It's called JFK, right? I think the so. Movie on J- yeah, yeah. Where it's got like kind of that like weird grainy, yeah, kind of film newsreel whatever you would call it yeah. like whatever that style like they do that a couple of times which it never shows up in the rest of the movie of course not <laughs> it's just that uh yeah there's a kennedy pigeon and there's a yeah. little jackie kennedy pigeon yeah it's so weird and that's how we're introduced to Pooh bear <laughs> it's fucking nuts it's so weird so like i don't know that it's it's so bizarre because val kilmer's val kilmer plays so like straight up noir mm-hmm and every, I feel like he's surrounded by wackadoo, mm-hmm. which like is weirdly enthralling to watch. Yeah. One of the things that we've said a lot is that Val Kilmer is really good at knowing what movie he's in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's true for this movie. Yeah. Agreed. Cause it's so, but at the like, there's okay. In some ways, it's so weirdly arty because you'll see like he'll be playing the trumpet, and then it'll be like a slow dissolve on the wall to um that time that he was with his wife, mm-hmm. and he'll be like talking to the memory of his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of like reflection of water yeah. in his memories, and like when he goes to visit his wife's parents after she dies like he you can see the reflection on the walls of their house of their pool outside like there's a lot of like yeah. water reflection stuff yeah but then, then the, on the other hand <laughs> then on the other hand a pigeon recreation of the, of the kennedy assassination yeah. so weird mm-hmm. <sighs> there's a lot of like um yeah like uh val kilmer plays the it like plays it like pretty straight through yeah. like i don't know how you like well but you yeah, know how it's, it's a well how per- you would imagine yeah it's all well performed yeah and he's got um for his transformation to danny parker he they dyed his hair like he has a mohawk dark he has yeah he has a faux hawk yes that's true oh, yes. even better yes. it's dyed green at one point mm-hmm. um he has a lot of tattoos like fake tattoos, like a whole back piece that says yeah. the, the Salton, Salton sea. sea. And it's like a grim reaper. Yeah. And then one arm is just red flames. Just flames. And he's got um like every finger has a ring and every ring is a skull ring. Yeah. 
like full on just four in a row of the same skull ring. Mm -hmm. And then I noticed in one of the later scenes that on the other hand, he has a, he has a skull bracelet. Yes. And it's just a bunch of silver skulls. Mm -hmm. He has, he has a really long pinky nail. Mm -hmm. We see one close up of it. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Um, And like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like fake piercings in the movie. Like, um, the, um, uh, not the, the labray. Is that what that's called? Maybe it's like the bottom lip, but right above your chin. Mm -hmm. So like when I think of a lip ring, I think of like something off to the side. So Mm -hmm. like not that, not snake bites, but the middle of that. Yeah. What's that called? Just a little ball. Yeah. Labray sounds correct. I can fact check that. Like where Um, the weird goatee thing would be. A goatee piercing. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a bunch of people have that, but they don't. Uh, they don't look very. They, they really just look, look like a little jemmy, yeah. which they very clearly are. Yeah, and it is a little bright. You're right. Yeah. Ah. There's a really great. Uh, okay, for all of those of you at home who are not driving, um, or who are at a stop. No, I think that's also illegal. Never mind. Don't take my advice. Um, at pull some over. point, pull over. Put on your hazards. Uh, I don't. Guys, I don't drive. I don't know car term. <laughs> you know. turn your crank and you stop the toot, toot, shaft, beep, beep. T- the chitty chitty, bang bang, etc. Um, okay, uh, Google. Uh, if you Google Labret, spelled L A B R E T, the Wiki. Uh, I highly suggest going to the Wikipedia page because there's a really excellent photo of the most 2002 girl who's ever existed. Hell yeah! Anywhere she looks like she was in 13. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which mm. uh, the the woman across the hall, who's actually yes. a Canadian actor, she was in Thirteen. What really? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's she. she is the um the aunt. Okay, not the main mom. She's like the aunt slash guardian of like the bad girl, Ooh. Nikki Zamora. Ooh. I like I liked this movie a lot growing up, you guys. Um and yeah, so she's like the she's in like two scenes and she's like I. Uh, She's like crying because she got bad plastic surgery at one point. What if it's a shared universe? <gasps> and that's and, like, and that's the daughter that oh Louis Guzman has. <laughs> okay, these movies can definitely exist in the same world, so I buy that very hard. Actually, amazing. Yes. Um. So, uh, some cast list. Ooh, yeah. Uh, mentions here. We've mm-hmm. got, of course, Val Kilmer, Vincent D'Onofrio, Adam Goldman, uh, Adam Goldberg, as we said, Louise Guzman. Um. There's also Peter Sarsgaard, B.D. Wong, Arlie Emery, Ermi, Ermi, Arlie Ermi, the guy who is the mean drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket is briefly in the movie as the dad of, like, Val Kilmer's father-in-law. I think he has a line. Okay. Yes. And another connection here, both he and Vincent D'Onofrio were in that movie, and Val Kilmer famously auditioned for the movie, (gasps) but lost the role to Matthew Modine. Who's Matthew Modine? Uh, Exactly. (laughs) hey Um, He plays the main dude. Great. Private Joker. Question mark. Period. No, I'm confident. That's, <laughs> I very recently watched this movie for the first time, so right. I remember. Um, and then also, oh, and then also in the movie is Danny Trejo, and also yes. in the movie is uh, Shalom Harlow, who is a Canadian model of the past. Just oh. that. She's very briefly in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, fun fact I learned in the trivia section here, um, in apparently the fr- in like the the very first scene, that's the meth party. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently in like the first shot when they're like glide when we're gliding over all of the various people partying mm-hmm. uh rosario dawson is like one of the like vague party really? people That's yeah fun. yeah so good for her yeah. yeah yeah um i never want to do meth no yeah. yeah same 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 yep they really don't sell it no um this movie kind of this movie's like a lot of things. This movie's kind of like um, a little bit of Breaking Bad uh-huh. and a little bit of Requiem for a Dream and a little bit of Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. and a little bit mm-hmm. Fast and Furious. Yeah, like the very first undercover. One. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. undercover cops. Yeah, and sting operations and yeah. Tom Van Allen, Brian. It's yeah. always been Tom Van Allen. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's a weird, like, cobbled together mixture of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was it's entertaining. Not, yeah, it's not my favorite. No. I wouldn't be reaching for it again. Mm-mm. It's no Spartan. True. Yeah. But uh, but I found it really, like, I found it weirdly enthralling, like, mm. in a in a bizarre way. Like, you know when you're walking through an art gallery and sometimes, <laughs> and Jim Morrison has a dumb art film somewhere? Yeah. Um, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was something I that there was something that I enjoyed about it. That's fair. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And like the the way that the movie is laid out, and I think you can kind of get it for like when we were uh, talking about the plot again, and it kind it really like bops around. Mm-hmm. And as it bops around, like if you don't, if you're not into noir movies, that'll be over in a couple minutes because we're gonna cut over to like wacky meth, yeah, maker. Vincent D'Onofrio's character and then if you're not really liking that we're gonna bop over to like cop time with cops and stuff like that so I feel like it if you don't like it it's gonna change pretty quickly to a different thing so it kind of like juggles all of these things it in the end kind of makes it not very cohesive of a movie at all um yeah and it was hard to relay the plot of it uh, yeah. having watched it it's like a monet you kind of have to take a step back mm-hmm. it's like a labray you have yeah. to take a step back and then you're like oh that's a jemmy i yeah. understand yeah <laughs> yeah oh you just put a little troll belly button on your on your face <laughs> trolls they should come back yeah it's their time where did they go yeah where did they go there was that dumb movie oh uh, it's probably the movie yeah no. Mm. Anyway, yes. Well, Camille, yes. You have some fun facts for us about about meth. About meth. Yeah, that's right. Um, here's some. So we're gonna I, call this mathematics. Yeah. Oh, mathematics 101 <laughs> with Camille Methlenko. Ooh. I've never done meth, obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I used the Google. And uh, I learned. I wanted to know all of the street terms for math mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Uh, we were watching this movie. It was from 2002, which is like when people, I think, like just started to like talk about meth as a thing in movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there weren't yeah. really movies about meth, or like obviously Breaking Bad didn't yeah. come along or anything like that. Um, Semi Charmed kind of life had just come out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah when, the song. <laughs> yeah, when did that song come out? Probably around that time. I'm so it was never in this movie. Missed That's, opportunity. Missed methertunity. Uh, it, it's true. And in the movie, they call it like gack and crank. crank, and they call it they call each other tweakers a lot. Yeah, like to the point where I'm like, hmm, somebody just learned that term and wanted <laughs> yeah. to show up. <laughs> they were cool. Yeah, exactly. They had yeah, word of the day calendar. Yeah. And yeah, and <laughs> Wednesday was tweaker day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thursday was phosphorescent. Um, so here's some street names for math according to uh, Google. <laughs> Beanies, brown, chalk, crank, chicken feed, cinnamon, crank, crypto, fast, get-go, methylese quick, pervitin, that's in the Czech Republic, redneck cocaine, speed, tick-tick, tweak, wash, yabba, that's in Southeast Asia, Yellow powder. So now you have uh, some travel terms if you are like, I'd yeah. like to purchase meth in either the Czech Republic or the entire area of Southeast Asia. Yeah. Great. Uh, there's also blade, mm-hmm. Christy, crystal, crystal glass, just glass, meaning glass, not uh-huh. just glass. Like you can't go up to a drug dealer and be like, I'll have just glass. And they'll be like, you're a cop. <laughs> I'm like, I'm also a fan of the Cinevals. Here's a discount. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our affiliate code. Use affiliate code <laughs> Cinevals with them. Um, to get 10% with, off your next purchase of with meth. meth. quick. Yes. Just go to John on Street Corner 5. <laughs> uh, hot ice. Okay. Yeah. Ice. Just okay. plain ice. Um, just that. I'll have just ice and just glass. Just glass. <laughs> Why are you shooting me? Uh, quartz, shabu, shards, stovetop, tina, and ventana. Uh, yeah. Um, what's your favorite? Of all of those? Yeah. Probably stovetop. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Gotta get some of that stovetop. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I really like Methley's Quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's very funny. Yeah. I missed it the first time you told me. <laughs> and yeah. as you were just reading it now, I was like, wait, what? Methley's Quick. Quick. I love that. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, yeah. I love drug names that are also puns. Mm-hmm. I feel like you don't get as many of them. Yeah. People are too busy dealing drugs to make like drug jokes, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, all you got is thinking yeah. and getting money for drugs, I yeah. guess. I would also say I think drug dealers are um, famously bad humored. Mm. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. Drug seems dealers and airport security people. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make jokes around them. No. Yeah, that's true. You want to just be, do your business. You want to be very neutral. Yes. You want to be Monaco. Yeah. Were they neutral? <laughs> Cut to Monaco with like, we love Nazis. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm sorry, Monaco. No, it was a joke. Brayden, <laughs> citizens of Monaco, stop me slandering you. I can't believe you called Grace Kelly a Nazi I supporter. I didn't. I didn't. I you meant it monster. as a joke. As a joke. I'm looking up. <laughs> Oh, they sound nice. They were next to Italy. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, I don't know anything about world wars. No, me either. Monaco. Nazis? Question mark. <laughs> History of Monaco. All right, here we go. Following Mussolini's fall in Italy. No, we got to go further back. In November 1942. Welcome to Nazi cast. Me exposing <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> All right. Take that, Nazis. Yeah. Get out of here. Don't listen to us. Boo. Yeah. So, okay, I've, I've related info after this joke. <laughs> Nazi related? Yeah, it is. In November 1942, the Italian army invaded and occupied Monaco. Soon ap- after, in September 43, following Mussolini's fall in Italy... And the tea Cher had with him, I assume. The German uh, army occupied Monaco and began the deportation of the Jewish population. Oh, no. So they were were very much victims of the Nazis and not Nazis themselves. I formally apologize to the sovereign state of Monaco. Yep. And all Monaco's here within. Yes. What's your um, other Nazi-related thing? Okay. So I heard from a reliable source. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Another, oh my goodness, I'm falling out right now. Um, the uh, Keith and the Girl, yes, greatest podcast of all time. Uh, hey. They mentioned uh, second to <laughs> our. Well, they have three thousand episodes on us. Um, but give I us heard time. Give us time. Ace of Base. Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. But you knew that this is this is common knowledge. Uh, I listen to Behind the Bastards, and it's oh, like mostly talking about who's a Nazi. Okay. So I feel like I'm pretty sure I did hear that Ace of Base were Nazis. Yeah. But um, man, I was not expecting to say Nazi so often. Um, I know in this pod in on this episode, which has a movie that has nothing to do with Nazis. No. So we think. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, it's the guy, I looked it up, there's a Vice article, the guy who founded Ace of Base, he was proudly a Nazi beforehand, uh, and he had a a Nazi punk band, and they had explicit racist lyrics, it says, um, in uh, whatever his, oh, oh, they're from Sweden, it does tie in, it does tie in, it ties in, you know what, I retract my apology (laughs) to Sweden, I'm sure 99% of Sweden is lovely. However, the the percentage of the population who are Nazis, I don't apologize to yeah. you. I don't. Yeah. Please don't try to find me. But but I don't apologize to you. No. I wash my hands of you. Good day. All right. And that's about all I got on Nazis. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, circling back to the Salton Sea. Hmm? Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, this movie, uh, has, like, a fairly high, um, rating. Yeah. I think it was, like, well-rated, but Mm -hmm. nobody went to see it. Yes. So, this is at a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, Mm -hmm. and, um, so it had a budget of $18 million, and this movie made... One million dollars. Oh, I wish I had my slide whistle. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, uh, yeah. So nobody went and saw this movie. No. It's kind of weird. I wonder when it was released. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, so this was, th- yeah, this movie came out in 2002, which was mm-hmm. right after, so, okay. Val Kilmer did Red Planet in 2000, and then this movie came out in 2002. Right after that, uh, Hard Cash came out. Mm-hmm. That which doesn't really count. Um, and then in 2003, Masked and Anonymous came out as well, mm-hmm. which also didn't look good. So, you know, it's, like, kind of around this, like, slumpy area. It's before uh, Val Kilmer is uh, kind of getting, trying to do the kilmer Sance. Like, it's Mm -hmm. before Spartan. He's, like, still um, in this, like, leading man. uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just a... Uh, 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 down and out flop. It was a, it was a flop movie. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know, but it uh, it entertained me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's got a cool prep, uh, premise and mm-hmm. multiple styles. Yep. Um, got some. I've got a couple of quick trivia facts from IMDb. Yeah. Dish. Uh, okay. So uh, on the. Uh, like the script itself. So the writer, oh, so this is a fun fact. So the writer was uh, Tony Gayton, mm-hmm. who is one of the co creators of Hell on Wheels. Oh, TV show. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, and he said that the script to this movie was not written to be produced, but to be a writing sample, something mm-hmm. wild and experimental he could mm-hmm. show producers in order to get work. So he was very surprised when Castle Rock wanted to produce it. Hmm. Yeah, which is interesting. Um, and then on your uh, on your comment about like uh, wondering why the like why it did so bad like no mm-hmm. one saw it and like it really it's not that bad. I don't know of all the Val Kilmer movies we watched it's quote not that bad like yeah <laughs> it, it's not true romance yeah um, but I found a trivia item that said Warner Brothers was not comfortable with the significant drug content and the John F Kennedy assassination sequence. <laughs> <laughs> and initially wanted an edited version of the film for a wide theatrical release. The scenes remained, but the film then was only given a limited theatrical release. Oh, okay. So it is directly yeah. because of Pigeon Jackie Kennedy. <laughs> Which, you know what, was... That might be one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Oh, absolutely. So, <laughs> you know, I mean... It's worth watching this yeah. movie just for that. It's worth $17 million, certainly. Yeah. I'm not even being a dick about that. It's pretty great. It's so... And, like, Dick Badger? Yeah. These are great. They both... Yes. Who are the animal wranglers on this? I don't um, know. And then uh, the last little bit of uh, trivia I have here is that uh, Val Kilmer spent up to three hours a day in the makeup chair for placement of his numerous fake tattoos mm. in his arms, chest, and back. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Camille. Yes. What... Was your most attractive Val Kilmer moment? You know what? If I was into the trumpet at all, it would be the time he was playing the trumpet. But I learned, like, ugh, this is not an attractive instrument. No. (laughs) No, unfortunately. What's the most attractive instrument? Uh, Like a, probably like a piano that's on fire. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. What about, what about a grand piano with a smaller grand piano on top? That's right. It is. <laughs> yes, it is. That's it. And then an even smaller grand piano on that one. Ooh, triple-decker yes. piano. That's right. Triple-decker piano. Dig yeah. It. What about you? Sexiest instrument? Mm, probably the slide whistle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a really good hot cross buns on recorder. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I'm here for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An ocarina. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I really wanted uh, to learn how to play the violin as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's yeah. a pretty sexy instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bass. Bass seems like a cool instrument. It's I true. feel like everyone I know who plays bass is really cool. Yeah, and everyone I know who plays the violin is a vampire. Yeah. Which is cool and yes. hot. Yeah. So, yeah. You just haven't become one of the undead yet, Allie. Soon. 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 
Do you have a most attractive Val Kimmer moment in this movie? I don't. I kind of found him really attractive throughout the whole movie. Yeah. There he, was was... Some, he was like, he kind of had like eyeliner on. Yeah. It was very much like, I don't know. If Val Kilmer was the lead singer of Green Day. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he's very steady throughout the movie. Like, he's just very even. Yeah. He's solid. Yeah. You know? So. Are you more yeah. attracted to Danny Parker or Tom Van Allen? Tom Van Allen. I oh, wait. <gasps> Danny Parker. Me too. Yeah. Although, okay. On the one hand... Danny Parker has the faux hog. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, Danny Parker also has the coke nail. Oh! <laughs> yeah, and like on the one hand, um, Van Allen's got, um, you know, no tattoos and beach vacation money. Yeah. Kind of. Well, local beach vacation money. Yeah. On the other hand, Van Allen's got a trumpet he's insisting on playing for you while you're on the vacation you're like we're on this is time off yeah why are you time working off. all oh the time God. you're just playing it at me do i make eye contact with you while you're doing Come it on. how long does it take an entire song what do i do do i clap after that's yeah. weird maybe he's just rehearsing mm -hmm. do i give him a dollar no that's no, rude that's weird you're married yeah, i know i'm sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> that dollar's half yours i know yeah <laughs> anyway anyway um cool Great. Uh, all right. So this is the first half of what will be called our <laughs> Rude Goldberg duology <laughs> because uh, this is the first movie that um, Val Kilmer and Adam Goldberg are in. Mm -hmm. The second being uh, Deja Vu mm -hmm. that came out in 2006 mm -hmm. starring Denzel Washington, mm -hmm. Val Kilmer, and, and the Rude Goldberg himself, mm -hmm. Adam. Yeah. Um, so that's the one that we're going to do next, hopefully. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's also directed by Tony Scott. Yes. yes. So it will actually, um, it will also, it will be the third Tony Scott movie we'll be yeah. reviewing after Top Gun and True Romance. Yep. Ba -ba -ba -ba. So it is an unintended, unintentional trilogy. Yes. Yes. So mm -hmm. very exciting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Camille. Yes. What would you rate the Sultan Sea? I would give the Sultan Sea 4.5 skull rings out of eight possible skull rings and a skull bracelet. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would give this movie um, uh, three angry badgers out of uh, six Jackie pigeons. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Yeah. And uh, where where does this fall in our ba -ba -ba -ba. ultimate Kilmer ranking list? So, well, let's, shall we refresh everyone, the rankings for everyone? Yeah. Coming in at number one, we got 2004's The Spartan. Ooh, followed Spartan by, number one. Followed by Heat, and then Top Secret, uh, Batman Forever, Alexander, Mind Hunters, and then The, the Salton Sea. In a sexy da -da -da -da. number seven. Sexy number seven. Yeah. Number seven in heaven, Sultan Sea. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ta honestly, the the Val, the ta the review, the reveal that Peter Sarsgaard has a Val Kilmer <laughs> tattoo is the pinnacle of this movie. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Once again, if I get two thousand mm -hmm. dollars <laughs> in that sweet sweet Patreon money, yes. I will get that tattoo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so good that yeah. could be mm, you know what i i mean perhaps we'll come across a better idea for a val kilmer tattoo across this series That's i don't think true. we will and i'm not i'm not like discouraging you for like hey we might think of a better i'm just saying like Maybe. ideas like we should have a separate list Ooh, that's like yeah. top tattoo ideas for the podcast and like that's that's gotta yeah. be it. It's I, so okay. good. Well, so let's see. R let's just like riff mm -hmm. on some Kilmer tattoos. The so, plane he plays in planes. Yes. Uh, I could get um, Iceman. Mm -hmm. You could get the like the little the label. What's the military label called? The pat like Iceman. 
the like the name, little the yeah the, the name tag I don't know if it's <laughs> called it's called. something special oh uh, yeah you could get that like tattooed on your actual chest oh no I hate that oh <laughs> you love it no, no, no you love you. it <laughs> and underneath this is take my breath away do 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 ooh I could um <laughs> I'll get a lower back tattoo this is playing with the boys ooh yeah <laughs> um I could get a tattoo of like uh flaming pubes for Prince of Egypt. Because it's a burning, it's a burning bush! bush! Ah! Oh, that's good. Ooh, she's um, good. What else? Um, <laughs> I could get a steaming pile of turd tat- tattooed on me for true romance. <laughs> oh, man. You could get a really nice, like, really beautifully shaded, like, bi- big bicep piece of that one shot of the baby and Willow where it looks really sassy. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um You could just get a full back piece of like all of the characters from Batman Forever. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh Chris O'Donnell front and center. Yeah, and that one security guard who's like, It's boiling acid yeah. like up in the corner. Is that that movie? Is it? Yeah. Right? Two Face? Does what? acid, right? What? They're like in the, wait. Oh, okay, God. okay. Oh. It's, this might all be bonus content at this point. <laughs> Sorry, producer Greg. But the, the right, it, okay. This Batman movie opens with like the bank fault, comes out of the bank. Yes. And then, yes. And then the nerd, the nerd security guard. Yeah. The, with the, where's Waldo glasses. It's filling with boiling acid or whatever that yeah. one is. No more dead cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. I would get it's filling with boiling acid tattoo. <laughs> uh, I would just get like um, like a band tattoo or like, you know, um, people have cool like inner wrist tattoos, yeah. um, but it would be like really light gray um, and it would just be like a bunch of like cool hot dialogue from David Mamet's Spartan. <sighs> that would actually be kind of cool. That would be really cool and like really cool. intense scroll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really beautiful. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What would be your Island of Dr. Morrow tattoo? Um, I would get, uh, oh God. Um, I would get, uh, oh, I don't know. I can't think of anything good, Camille. (laughs) I would get, um, a a line art of Val Kilmer dressed up as Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. (laughs) And then I would look up a quote from The Godfather, and then I'd have a little speech bubble uh, of Val Kilmer saying it. Oh, that's fun. I can't think of a quote from Godfather, because I've never heard, seen it. And the Godfather. And the Godfather. Uh, it puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> that's that movie, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm tired, Camille. It's late. All right. All right. Well, that's the podcast. Yeah. Salt and Sea. Watch it or don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you could just listen to um, our very detailed plot synopsis. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, bye. bye.